It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. Today we're talking about Batman. Our favorite Batman <laughs> from TV and movies. We're going to try to focus it a little bit because there are so many Batmans. So many. So many of the Batmans. I'm Candace, and with me are my co-host Bree. Hello. And Arzu. Hi. Should we go off the bat and just talk about one from our childhood that we, you know, happen to love? I know Arzu has strong feelings. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about Batman and Robin, y'all. It's the best Batman movie. Okay, huh? It is the best one. I have spoken. Arzu, I will fight you on this. It's Okay, it's my favorite one, I should say. <laughs> What is best, if not my personal preference, at least as far as I'm concerned? I, okay. It was the only one as a kid, because I was a bit of a wimp. It was the only one that didn't freak me out. So that was good. It's also got the campy, over-the-top, one-liner stuff, which I think is necessary for Batman. I don't think it works when Batman takes himself too seriously. Um, Or any superhero takes themselves too seriously like at the end of the day you're flying around in spandex and it also very important to 10 11 year old me had batgirl in it and i'm like cool a young lady who's not a villain played by alicia silverstone played by alicia silverstone so my clueless obsessed ass was like yes this here's the thing i will i will give you this arzu and i'll let you continue i'm I'm like i got nothing else to add i just love how corny it is and how bright and colorful and all that. But go on. I do have to say, for for that style, it reminded me of... Okay, first of all, I have to say this. If you guys don't know, I'm I'm obsessed with Batman. Like, Batman is my favorite. I dressed as Catwoman, one of my Halloweens. Me too! My grand, yeah, my grandma actually made my costume, so it wasn't like leather or anything like that. I was really young, but like, it was like like felt made to look like the leather <laughs> suit she had and i was so obsessed with her that i had a cake for one of my birthdays that was of catwoman <laughs> like obsessed um so batman and robin the movie actually reminded me an ode to like the adam west series and movies uh which i do love um, you know, Eartha Kitt is amazing as Catwoman. Adam West is a brilliant, corny Batman in that version. You know, there's so many holy smokes, Batman, and all of that other stuff, which I love. I mean, Batman punches a shark. There's a yeah, there's I feel like yeah. there's a lot of references in Batman and Robin. I have to say, it holds a special place in my heart because it's like the first PG 13 movie I saw in theaters. Ooh. So, even though I was under 13 at that time, I felt very grown up. Mm-hmm. I was with my, my dad because my dad likes Batman. And I also had a crush on, oh, God. Chris O'Donnell as yeah, Robin. I knew yeah, you were going to say that. Yeah. I don't know why, but I had a crush All on of him. us did. All of us okay. had a crush on Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Because he's pretty and he has a... I didn't. You didn't? Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. Wait, I didn't what? have a crush on any of them. I don't know. Did I get cut off? Yeah, yes. a little bit. No, okay. maybe. I don't know. I didn't have a crush on any of them, but I will admit that Chris O'Donnell was very pretty. Okay, he had yeah, a motorcycle, no. and yeah, he was, like, he weirdly did. charming. And, and I he like could do they... gymnastics. Yes, exactly. I love that they included that backstory. Objectively speaking, what's not to love? The bat nipples? I mean, about Chris O'Donnell. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he had 
The Robin nipples? He did. The nipple suits were a bit much, I will say. I didn't enjoy those renditions. But as a child, like, I, I honestly did, I didn't think of it. I didn't yeah. notice. Or I, anything. Don't, I don't know if I did or not. Like, I can't remember focusing on the bat nips. I think I didn't even, like, really notice it until, like, the internet brought it up years yeah. later when they would bring it up. And, I mean, like, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman. And they're just so freaking campy. It definitely is a camp movie, and I definitely have a – it does live in my heart. I do like it, but I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Batman. Wait, what is your favorite Batman? Ooh, Okay. So, there's two that goes tied for first spot. So, that would be, Batman Returns is my, one of my favorites. Um, Clearly, uh, Tim Burton's rendition of Gotham City. I love it. I know it's a little serious, um, but that's where my second, or well, tied first, Batman comes in, which is Batman the animated series, which That's actually my one. Yeah, it actually referenced, so basically was influenced by the Burton series. But I feel like what they did was they took Tim Burton's vision and added a little camp to it. And honestly, it just came together in this beautiful, perfect series to ever exist. And it was the birth of Harley Quinn, who is my ultimate ultimate favorite i have studied her voice so much candace knows this i i i'm i i love her i would think the tim say the tim burden ones have some camp to it no they I do have like some camp i just say like on the scale it's probably well actually i feel like the most serious batman is uh is Nolan. Nolan's yeah yeah no but every everything pre-Nolan like live action to me feels pretty camp like some of it's m more goofy camp like by the time you get to Batman and Robin it's like goofy camp but all of them are fairly campy yeah I would say I would say that that is fair I was just saying on your assessment Batman Robin is the it's definitely it's more camp than the Tim Burton you know people. yeah and then Adam West version is also very high camp as well. Yeah. So the Batman, so Batman, the animated series ran from 1992 to 1995 and has 85 episodes, which I watched a year and a half ago. I binged the whole series in a few weeks and it holds up. Oh, it's so good. It's still very strong. And I absolutely love Kevin Conroy as batman bruce wayne mm -hmm. he is he's like one of the first people who gives batman and bruce a different voice yeah mm -hmm. and that's where it started and of course we have mark hamill as the joker yes which my tiny child mind when i found out luke skywalker and the joker were the same because did you find out when you were a kid yeah because this played in reruns too because 1992 i was way too young to watch this when it first came out. Yeah, right. no, I think all of us watched it on reruns. Really. Yeah, if I caught it, but I didn't even really. I've seen more as an adult than I did as a kid. Mm. But yeah, I found out as a kid, and I was like shook. That you were like, Mark that's my Hamill. husband. I know. I was like, I love Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker's playing a bad guy. 
but he's so good at it. So good. I he just really love. I. It's so perfect, and I like honestly. You can't say that about a lot of series that they're just completely perfect, but honestly, this is a completely perfect series in my eyes, in my humble opinion. And of course, it has a sequel, Batman Beyond, which I love too. I haven't rewatched really it as an adult though, so I don't You know don't what? Know. I never watched Batman Beyond. I remember the commercials for Batman Beyond more than the series. Same. I watched the, yeah, I always saw the commercials. I was against the animation style. So I think that's why I never watched it. So like 10-year-old you were like, no, not yeah, this animated much. stuff. <laughs> Honestly, because oh. I was so in love with the Batman <laughs> animated series. It looks the same. It's by the same people. I know, but it didn't. But it it looks, didn't. Yes, it ears did. were different. Yeah, because it was a different costume, Brie. I, yeah. No. But they didn't like the new costume. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. Okay, all all I remember about Batman Beyond, and this is like coming to me now, is on y'all don't have this in the states, but our one of our cartoon channels here is called Teletoon, and they were the ones that aired Batman Beyond. And for some inexplicable reason, the commercial for Batman Beyond had a guy singing to like Camp Town Ladies. I don't know what the song's called, but like like that tune, yeah. But he was singing about Batman, and that's what I remember about this show. Was what, the commercial Batman something to this town? Dude, I don't. What? I don't know, but I swear I will find this and I will send you the link, please. But it was this is all I remember about this series was the commercial <laughs> on Canadian public television. So you watched Batman Beyond though, Candace? Yeah, and they actually had a like a TV movie, or it might have been some episodes that they made into movie. It was Batman Beyond the Return of the Joker. And it was this whole thing because it was like the current um, Batman was trying to find out what happened to the Joker because it seems like he's back. And it has part of the stuff like Tim, the Tim Drake Robin was kidnapped by the Joker and it was super dark. Was this the scary one where he makes them all cursed? Like he has that crazy like clown smile. Yeah. That freaks me out. I think I have seen that one. I feel like Candace just unlocked a memory. I forgot. I did it. I did it. <laughs> you brought nightmares back to us. Thanks, Candace. No, I think I liked it. Okay, I'm it weird, though. Nightmare. Yeah, there was actually, like, two different versions of, like, the Joker's death because, like, one was way too violent for a kid's show, apparently, and all this kind of fun stuff. But there's another, since we're still talking about animated Batman, Batman Mask of the Phantasm is actually a theatrical Batman movie. That nobody talks about, and it's one of the best critically acclaimed Batman movies ever. Huh. Have either of you seen it? I've seen some Wait, of it. Which one? Batman Mask of the Phantasm. They have not. It was released in 1993. It's based on the animated series, and it's the first film in the DC animated universe, and it's the only one to be released in theaters. I think what I've read is it just wasn't marketed well, so a lot of people just didn't know about it. But I rented it as a kid from our local rental place that wasn't Blockbuster. Yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've seen some of it on TV, like when it re-aired here. I think I was in high school and I saw some of it. But but yeah, I, never, yeah. I don't actually see it start to finish. It's become a cult classic mm. through the years. IGN said it was the Dark Knight's best big screen story until Batman Begins. So like that's how great people found it. Okay, but they're not taking into account Batman and Robin. 
They are. I'm sorry. <sighs> I want to recount. You would like a recount? Okay. Yes. I like the Nolan trilogy, especially at that time when there weren't that many gritty reboots. Mm-hmm. It felt very new and it felt very avant-garde, right? The Dark Knight is one of the best movies. It is. I never finished the Nolan trilogy. I saw really? the first two. I don't know so, what happened when the third one came out. If it was just bad timing, I didn't have time to go to the theater. I don't know what it was. So the, for the trilogy for the Nolan, I, I didn't, I didn't really like the third movie that much because I feel like I had something else envisioned in my mind, so I couldn't like get past like what I wanted versus like what I got. Right. Kind of thing. Because in my head, I was like, oh this would be perfect to bring Harley Quinn in. Also, like, at that point, like, The Dark Knight is just such a perfect film. You can't... No, I think they could You can't up that. Maybe, maybe the third Nolan movie would have done better if they weren't trying to go bigger. Because I think that's a a sequel problem that a lot of sequels have in in a lot of franchises is, okay, next installment has to be bigger, we have to have more villains. And I think even the well, early the Batman thing. kind of falls into that trap because like the early stuff has one villain. And then I think yeah. Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin is Batman Forever, right? With the Riddler. It has yeah. the Riddler and Two-Face. Yeah. Two-Face, yeah. So Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin have like two villains each because they have two to villains. go bigger. <laughs> like well, I think that's, that's the where... thing. Like two villains are okay because again, the Dark Knight has the Joker and Two-Face. But Two Face isn't really a villain in The Dark Knight yet because they're like setting him yet. up. Right. Right. Correct. Like Joker um, is the only real threat. I felt like they should have saved Two Face for the third movie. Maybe have Well, they kind of were, but then they added Bane. They added, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Risa Al Ghul, Catwoman. Oh, Talia Al Ghul. Talia Al Ghul. Sorry. Risa Al Ghul is her dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, Sorry, he's, Al and... but um, no, Two Face is dead by the end of the second movie. Yeah, so it was, it yeah. was, it was like completely wasted. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, I thought they were setting up for like him to like come back. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I thought that that was what's going to happen. But like, what I liked about the first Nolan Batman movie, I love Scarecrow, and I thought he was always underutilized as a Batman villain. And holy smokes! Uh, that actor is amazing um killian murphy mm-hmm. oh God, i feel I like love him that's kind of gonna be what this new batman movie is gonna be like with the riddler let the riddler be the focus yeah really let him shine and yeah. you know give him a chance you know because everybody everybody always talks about the joker <laughs> the riddler is great i mean again i still love jim carrey's riddler <laughs> I love that Jim Carrey t- has told people like Tommy Lee Jones like hated him, <laughs> like thought thought he was a doofus, and is like, I will not talk to you outside filming this scene. <laughs> My God, I just want to add Batman and Robin technically has three villains because Bane is in there. He does not have any lines, and he's used just as like That's poison right. IVs, um, like yeah. henchmen, and it's like this is Bane, the guy who breaks Batman's back. Yeah. And like in the comics is so freaking scary. I mean, it was still pretty scary, but he wasn't a villain on his own. He was a henchman. 
Yeah, he was like being told what to do constantly. He didn't have a thought for himself because something scary about Bane is he's also like, you know, doing his Bane thing. Unhinged. Okay, did either of you watch Gotham? I watched the first season. I watched it. You watched it? Yes. It is the most bonkers show ever and I loved it. It is full of just like craziest things you could think of. It takes place before Batman becomes Batman and it's like everyone's origin story and it just has like you think this guy is like a teen Joker but he's not the Joker his twin brother's a Joker there's like clones there's magic there's I'm sorry you know, I gave up after the first season <laughs> clones and, and magic yeah they have like a bunch of weird stuff like I, I can't even. I can't even. They had like baby Catwoman and baby Batman being friends and like Batcat. That was cute. Yeah, I did really like baby those Bat-Cat. scenes. Baby Batcat. It takes place right after um, Bruce Wayne's parents get killed. Again, that's shown on screen. I'm really hoping yeah. that this Batman movie does not include that. Because there's only so many times. We can see the death of his parents over and over again. <laughs> Speaking of which, I remember going to see Batman be superman and being like oh we're doing this again (laughs) and in slow-mo well Um, yeah because martha oh yeah on gotham i have to say cameron uh monaghan yeah yeah brilliant yeah as the joker yeah as maybe possibly the joker right jerome and then it serves origins for the joker because it's Jerome, Jerome and Jeremiah. Yeah, he has a, these twins. He has a twin brother who is also just as crazy as he is. And Yeah, but it serves purpose as like the origins of Joker. But I will say like he is brilliant. Like oh, his so acting good. is so good. Like honestly makes worth watching Gotham. Like he makes the show. Like this is not a show that I watch it for Batman. I watch it for him. But again... Sometimes I watch more Batman movies for the villains anyway, because they're just top tier. Because the villains are so good in Batman. Yeah. Cameron was so good and so memorable in Gotham that like when I was playing Jedi Fallen Order, it took me a little while to be like, no, that's a Jedi. That's not like the Joker (laughs) up on that screen. Because he just he made that role and haunted me for a while. Wait, can I just talk about like something that's creepy bonkers that happens in the show is like poison ivy is shown as a child mm-hmm. at the beginning and then she like gets into some chemicals and is now like an older teenager and then she drinks some potion and she's an adult woman at this point and they're just like yeah she's an adult she can do whatever she wants even though she still has like the mind of a 12 year old oh that's upsetting it, it's very weird yeah again the show is bonkers that's that's a choice to make her a, a full-grown yes. adult and be like, no, she's an adult. It's fine, but she's got the brain of a 12-year-old. Again, I think with Gotham, the only really good thing about it is Cameron as the Joker. Well, they, they have some really great villain moments. and Well, that's true. Yeah. I will say I, I like their rendition of the Penguin. It's very different. Which one's the Penguin? Like... So Wait, Penguin was... Was this uh, the guy, the awkward guy with the mom? Yes, the mom. Yeah. Was okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Penguin, a, a different version of Penguin was in uh, Batman Returns, Tim Burton style, played by Danny DeVito, and he bit a guy's nose. 
that was off. gross. Yeah, that was gross. But yeah, no, that scared um, me as a child. <laughs> this penguin was played by Robin Lloyd Taylor, Oswald's Cobblepot, and yeah, yeah, it's how he moves up the the crime ladder playing both sides and all that fun stuff all the mobsters he becomes right, like right. mayor at some point and crime becomes legal if you have a license well at least you know he's making people get a license it is so bonkers okay again bonkers any other batmans y'all love lego batman oh my god oh, yes lego, lego batman, batman. Lego batman. <laughs> my Will second Arnett favorite batman movie perfect choice for Lego Batman. Yeah, Will Arnett. I'm so glad mm-hmm. they gave him his home movie after the first Lego movie. God, and I honestly, know. it was even better than the Lego movie, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I liked it a hell of a lot more. Me too. And it was definitely made for the fans. There were so many references. Like, Brie, you were mentioning like Adam West. They had like the shark um, repellent. Exactly. Yes. Because literally, I have that movie. I think I bought it at Walmart for like $5. And like Adam West Batman like punches the shark. It's so great. He has shark repellent. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, Batman. Go ahead. Well, that just ties it together because Zoe played Catwoman in that movie. And now she is Catwoman. Did she actually? I completely forgot mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. That's amazing. So that was the first time she actually played Catwoman. So oh, wait, man. wait, 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 wait. Does that mean the Matt Reeves Batman is a spinoff of Lego Batman? <laughs> it's a she's a variant. I, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a spinoff <laughs> of Lego. It's the know. same universe. I'm actually really excited about Rob Pattinson as Batman. Yeah, I'm really hyped for it too. We should go and watch it and then review it. Yes, if movie theaters aren't I'm, scary. I'm so like here's the thing I didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman I'm gonna say it now I hated it I hated it did you guys even watch it oh yeah I've uh, seen it Batman I've seen v it Superman? all and Justice League and yeah uh, I have actually not seen Justice League wait yes I saw the the theater cut of Justice League but did you like Ben Affleck it was okay no nah, see you didn't like, like it, it he's like, awful he wasn't the reason I went to any of those because he's not Henry Cavill. You know who I thought would have been a good Batman for those movies? And I might be insane. But Matt Bomer. Bomer? Bomer. Yeah, Matt Bomer. I think he could have made a really good Batman. Matt Bomer in certain shots. Bucky's not having it because Matt Bomer knows. Bucky's a a Batflick fan, apparently. Why, Bucky? I'm going to cry. Matt Bomer looks too much in certain shots like Henry Cavill for them to conceivably be two different people. Yeah, they're both too pretty. Well, that's true. Well, George Clooney was voted sexiest man and he played Batman in Arzu's favorite Batman. But George Clooney is a pretty sexy Batman. <laughs> I don't even think George Clooney is that sexy, like generally speaking, but he's a pretty sexy Batman. This might explain why I didn't like Chris O'Donnell. Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. you were just into Batman. I was into Batman. Um, we just I found set my out sights higher. That my dog is a Batfleck fan. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't feel good about it. I'm going to say that now. Don't gatekeep Bucky. <laughs> yeah, let him like what he likes. I know. It just hurts me. It hurts me. My Bucky soul. is allowed to have his own opinions. 
I know he is. Even if um, he's one of his god parents, I know this is dog parents don't agree. <laughs> god dog parents. Um, I know this isn't technically Batman, but one uh in the animated movies uh for Jason Todd. Do you know who voices his voice? No. No. Jensen Eccles. Oh, oh he like voices Batman or he voices Jason Todd? Jason Todd. Oh, okay. Who's Jason Todd? So Jason, Jason Todd oh. is Oh god, we're getting into this. It, Jason we Todd have to. We can just cut this out. We don't have to get into this. Uh, he's just another rendition of Robin, basically. So there's like so oh. many renditions of like. But Jason Todd, so oh, you probably know him as a Robin that gets. Um, remember there was a comic. I forget the year, but they allowed people to vote whether he died or not. Oh yeah, he's yeah. the Robin that people voted to have die. Yeah, I do not remember this. Okay, and people admitted to making like programs and robocalls and stuff like this, and this is like back in the early '90s or late '80s or something <laughs> like that. So like dedication. Yeah. yeah, dedication. They wanted this kid dead. So Why? Yeah, the the bro the Joker brutally beats him to death. Yeah. But why do they dislike him so much? I think they were more mostly like what I think and what I heard is like they like don't think DC was like, gonna actually do it. You oh, know, like, so they, they were like calling their bluff. And that's yeah. what I think. And then DC I, did it. Yeah, because I don't think Jeez. DC thought they were gonna want it. Well, the thing is, too, that was their first um, no murder rule that they broke. Because really, Joker no doesn't kill. Rule? Well, Joker doesn't really kill. So that was Joker's oh, like first. Jason Todd turns into the Red Hood. Yeah. Do you know the Red Hood? No. no. He's he's like Batman, but he murders a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's he just stab, stab, stab. He's a stabby, stabby boy. <laughs> The stabby, stabby boy. But you know what? That, that, why I brought this up is because I feel like Jason Eccles or Jensen Eccles would be great in a Batman movie. He kind of has that little camp from Supernatural, but he kind of has that gruff voice. You know what I mean? Like, I would like to see him in a Batman movie. I haven't really seen him in anything except Smallville when I think he played like Lana Lang's boyfriend for a little bit. Did you not I see him in Supernatural? I didn't watch Supernatural. Not neither of you. Nope. Oh. So I wonder if our thoughts will change after seeing Raw Pat's Batman version of Bruce Wayne. I'm really excited. I am too. But I, am too. I feel like Batman anime series. You can't go wrong with that Batman. No, you can't. Overall, just such solid storytelling and. I feel like that's one of the times, or at least one of the first times, like an animated series that's meant for children, like treats children like they're smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like at least like in my generation, in our like generation of being 90s kids, like that's like one series that stands out at least that has like character arcs and storylines that go beyond just one episode. And there's mm -hmm. some big feelings and big, you know, thoughts in these things, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think those so, are the ones that stand the test of time the best. Yeah. So I think Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I think we all love all the Batmans. Yes, we do. Except we're Brie. not going to let, we're not going to let Brian hate on Batfleck anymore. Yeah. Or, mm, or else yeah. Bucky will come back and bark some more. Okay. On that note, 
come and yell at us about our choices. <laughs> come and agree with me about Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin <laughs> deserved better. You can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the, the geeky waffle everywhere else. You can find me at Candace is a geek. Arzu, they can find you on Twitter at Arzu Amin. And Brie? Brie Osmude. Okay. And we hope you stay geeky.